Hey friend, welcome to the Menopause and Motherhood podcast. I'm your host, SJ. If you're struggling to lose weight, today's episode is definitely for you. I'm going to be talking about this 30-30-30 regime that so many people, myself included, are actually having some great success with when it comes to beating that menopause belly fat. But before we get started on today's episode, I want to encourage you to get yourself one of the last copies of my Rest, Fuel, Move Fitness Planner. If you're looking for a planner where you can keep track of your day-to-day events and your calendar, but also keep an eye on your health, your fitness, record your meal planning, then this is definitely the planner for you. It is an undated, spiral-bound, hardback, 90-day fitness planner and in the planner you're going to find space to do all your meal planning to track your sleep track your water track your workouts you're going to be able to use the space to plan your week so if you like to do time blocking there's room for that as well and you're going to get this as a hardback planner so I'm going to send it to you in the post but you're also going to get it as a digital download as well so if you're somebody who likes to use an electronic device like your iPad to do your planning, then you can also do that as well. The link is in the show notes. As I am sat here at my desk recording this for you, I can see to the side of me a small pile of these lovely planners ready to go in their pink envelopes. There are only a few left, so if you want to grab one, go and click the link in my show notes and you can get your copy. Right, let's dig into today's episode. But before we do that, I just thought I would give you a little bit of a catch up so we can sort of have a bit of a chat about what's been going on with you. And I'm just going to share a bit of what's been going on over in my world at the moment. So first of all, how are you? What have you been up to? As you're listening to me, I just want you to cast your mind back over the last week and just think about like, the things that have gone well, because it's so easy sometimes to dwell on the negative. But if I was to ask you right now, like what was your highlight from last week? Like what would you say? Now for me, one of the highlights from last week as I have been recording this, um, in the UK, we celebrate Remembrance Day on the 11th, which is the um, 11th day of the 11th month. And it's a point where we come together, we wear a poppy and we remember the people who fell or um, are still serving in our armed forces. And for me, it's been such a lovely occasion to remember that event, regardless of what your feelings are on war and that sort of thing. But it's really important, I think, to remember the people that did give their lives for us and the freedom that we have in this country. And my daughter's school, did the most beautiful remembrance service she goes to a really small school there's only like 70 children at her school and some of them were dressed up in like the clothes from world war ii and they'd all made these beautiful um poppies which i did actually um take a photo of and put on my social media so if we're friends on facebook you might be able to see that and it was just a really nice poignant moment to see all the children just like respect um, and have a really good understanding of the importance of that day. So that's definitely been like my highlight for the week. Um, Other things (laughs) that haven't gone quite so well. You know how sometimes you have a week where you feel 
like everything seems to be breaking on you and for me that's certainly how it's felt this week um my car went wrong the uh tumble dryer then um, the dryer that we have um went wrong as well and unfortunately my poor dog sky bless her she got a bit overexcited on a walk that we did the other day and she ended up with a bit of a limp she's okay but she's just kind of like sprained her foot so yeah, that has been <laughs> the highlights, but also a few niggly things that have been going wrong. But I want to go back to the tumble dryer thing. And for those of you listening in the US um, and Canada, I know you guys particularly are really, really familiar with dryers. And I was talking to some of my friends in the US who were telling me that everybody has a dryer. And the idea of trying your clothes like outside or on like the radiators like we have here in the UK is just like crazy to you guys and it's really funny when you think about it because one of the things like we always look forward to when we particularly in the UK is being able to take my clothes out of the washing machine and hang them on the washing line outside in the sun and like (laughs) I know one of my friends said to me she was like wouldn't your clothes like get stolen (laughs) I'm like well I hadn't ever really thought about that to be honest with you um certainly not where I live because like nobody's here but it's just kind of like a thing that everybody has always done is like you know yeah get the clothes out on the line and you know (laughs) and so actually the idea of having a dryer for a lot of people in the UK actually um is a bit of a luxury to be honest with you because um houses are smaller here I think compared to the US and Canada um not everyone's got the space to have a dryer and a washing machine so a lot of the time people will dry their clothes like outside if they can like on a balcony or um they'll dry them like on the radiators and stuff in the house um we're quite lucky like we have quite a large home so we have like a like a laundry utility room so we have like our washing our washer and our dryer in in the same space but it's one of those things that I just thought hmm I'd be really interested to know what are your views on dryers like do you use one um I think one of the reasons we try not to use them here in the UK as much as well is because they're expensive to run but yeah do you have a dryer what do you think does it work for your clothes and I'm always worried that I'm going to shrink everything in the dryer so yeah tell me what you think (laughs) this is how exciting life is when you get into your 40s is like washing machines and dryers and I was sitting at Chloe's dance class the other day with the other mums there and we were talking about hoovers and one of my friends who I've known for quite a while now we were just kind of saying you know like we used to be excited about going out on a Saturday night and what our plans were and coming home at like two three o'clock in the morning with like some kind of like takeaway or doner kebab and now we're sat at our kids dance lessons talking about hoovers (laughs) so yeah that's how it goes isn't it sometimes but yeah so dryers and hoovers and all of those exciting things aside let's talk about today's episode which is this 30 30 regime And I found out about this concept and this idea from a guy called Gary Brecker. 
Um, he's over on TikTok. I think he also has a podcast as well, but I kind of dug into some of his work and he is a biologist. He, it's quite interesting actually, because his original role was to work for insurance companies, like health insurance companies over in the US. And his role was to take lots and lots of information and data on somebody, um, like their their weight, their height, like their um, genetic codes and, you know, all of this kind of thing, like, um, you know, cholesterol levels and that sort of thing. And he was working for health insurance companies. And he was kind of saying that in a weird way, he could take all of that information and actually turn it into sort of a, a rough estimate of when somebody was likely to die, which would then inform the amount of money the insurance company would charge people for their health insurance policies, which is just like, oh my gosh, like, ah, horrible. So he decided to turn it around and to then look at how he could help people improve their life expectancy. Now, I'm sure if you're on social media, you've come across him before, but I just really wanted to kind of draw attention to his idea and this concept because it really resonates with me. Like the the planner that I was talking to you about earlier in the episode, the one that I have a few copies left of, so make sure you go and get one. <laughs> um, that is all about like rest, fuel and move and I always talk about those three things and as being really important because they're like the foundation blocks of your health, your fitness, balancing your hormones and helping you to kind of like navigate this menopause journey better. But one of the problems that we often have when we are going through menopause is we do experience weight gain and it's really common and it's because of all the things that are going on in our bodies with our hormones and so many women myself included because I've I've certainly put on some weight since I've been going through menopause um are looking for a way to reduce that weight to get rid of that like belly fat that we experience but we tend to go about doing it in the wrong way. And this is why I always talk about like rest, fuel, move with the rest being the crucial point, like making sure you're sleeping, you're getting enough rest and then thinking about the food that you're eating, the fuel and then the movement. Because how many of us have gone like really, really hard in the gym and just not seen success because we haven't got those uh, those other things kind of sorted and nailed and Gary Brecker was basically telling the story and exactly the same story that I talk about with you guys is that when we are putting our body under stress through exercise and movement, our body is going to release cortisol. And when our body feels like it's under stress, then it's not going to do well at losing weight and it's going to tend to hold on to the fat. And he was he was actually explaining it in the sense of, and this is one of the reasons why I sort of say, you know, it's not a good idea for us as we're going through menopause to be doing high intensity interval training because our body doesn't respond well to it because that kind of training puts your body under stress. And so many people, and myself included, I used to do this, I would wake up in the morning and do my workout in the morning 
like without actually having any kind of fuel, like fasted. Um, I would often, I would actually use like some kind of pre-workout. So there was perhaps a little bit of sugar in, in my bloodstream, but my body wasn't actually getting kind of like any nutrition. So what it was, what my body would do is as I was doing these like high intensity workouts, my body's looking for a source of fuel outside of the glycogen that's already stored in my muscles from the food that I've eaten the night before, which probably wouldn't last very long. And what your body does is actually it goes to muscle because muscle is easier for your body to convert into energy in the moment that you need it. So what happens and what's really common for us as women to that happens to us particularly is if we're waking up in the morning and doing a workout in the morning, which I absolutely recommend you do, the problem is our body doesn't have enough fuel to actually help us to get through that workout. So what it does is it then breaks down the lean muscle as a source of energy to get us through that workout. So we find that we don't actually achieve anything because the energy that we're getting has actually come from the muscle. So instead of doing that, this 30-30-30 method, three lots of 30, is encouraging us to eat and have some kind of fuel before we exercise and then to also think about the type of exercise that we're doing. So the concept is that you consume 30 grams of protein within 30 minutes of waking so that your body is getting some kind of fuel source before you really start moving around and doing any kind of like activity. So what does 30 grams of protein look like first thing in the morning? Now, I don't know about you, but when I wake up in the morning, like eating a lot of food is not like high on my priority list. I'm kind of looking for the caffeine. So 30 grams of protein, I find the easiest way of getting that is through some kind of like protein shake um, powder that you just mix with water and then you drink it. And what I would also suggest that you do if you're doing that is making sure that you're buying like the highest quality that you can find with the least amount of like ingredients. So it is sort of like as natural as possible. Try and escape the emulsifiers, the, um, you know, the flavorings and all of that sort of thing. But I know a lot of those products kind of have that sort of thing in them just to sort of stabilize them and make them um, things that you can buy in a, in a bottle or a can or in a tub, sorry. Um, but also check the... Um, the nutrition on the side of the label as well because what you might find is like one serving so one scoop for example will probably only have maybe 20 to 22 grams of protein in it so what you might find you need to do is actually to, to do a scoop and a little bit extra to get that 30 grams um, you could also, um, if you are somebody who could stomach it, you could you could have some eggs, so probably about three eggs. Um, maybe you might eat want to eat some yogurt or something, or perhaps you might want to kind of do like a bit of a combo of of all of that. Maybe you know you might want to have um, like a bit of a protein shake and maybe mix some yogurt into it as well. So that would kind of like give you the thirty grams, for example. 
so that's the first sort of um the rule is 30 grams of protein within 30 grams of weight of 30 minutes not 30 grams 30 minutes of waking followed by and this is the movement part so we covered the fuel getting the fuel in before you move um, and then the movement part is 30 minutes of low intensity exercise so I've always said all along that high intensity interval training for our menopausal bodies like just does not work and our body gets stressed releases cortisol holds on to fat we don't lose weight so this is why I love the concept of this because it's like 30 minutes of low intensity exercise. And what that means is keeping your heart rate under about 135 beats per minute. So if you've got like a smartwatch or something, you can use your um, your smartwatch to kind of keep track of your, your heart rate. I've got one of those um, heart rate monitors that is... Um, Mine's from my zone. Um, I don't know if you guys will get it, but it's quite good because when you are working out, you can have your phone open and it kind of color codes the zones that your your heart rate is in. So it makes it quite easy just to sort of look at the screen and see, okay, I need to make sure that I don't let my heart rate go above like green, for example. I think it's green for me. So I know that if my heart rate goes into the yellow, I need to just pull things back a little bit. So that's quite helpful. And what you'll probably find is that moderate like low intensity exercise is going to be things like walking like brisk walking um like um strength training so endurance strength training not like um not sort of like weights where you're doing low reps but high reps but with lower weight where you're kind of like moving all the time maybe some dancing maybe some light jogging um, I've actually been doing the um, Couch to 5K app that we have here um, from the NHS on my phone. And I've been doing like three sort of like runs each week with um, with my dog Sky. Um, but that's not how she hurt her paw. I will say that. <laughs> um, and I've just been watching my heart rate as I've been doing those training runs. Um, just making sure that my heart rate doesn't go over the um, 135 um, kind of range. So 30 minutes low intensity exercise. And what that does is it keeps your heart rate and your body in this kind of like fat burning zone and not taking it to this higher level of like um, high intensity interval training. Um, it's just kind of keeping it in that steady state, which your body really likes and is less likely to cause it stress and um, means that you're going to be burning fat rather than burning that lean muscle. So yeah, 30, uh, 30 grams of protein within 30 minutes of waking and then 30 minutes of low intensity exercise. And all of this, of course, you could record in your rest fuel move planner. Um, the ones that I have sat right next to me um, in their lovely pink envelopes that you can grab <laughs> um, using the link in the show notes. And by the way, those um, planners do also include postage wherever you are in the world. I have included postage into the price um, because I'm going to be reading the planners for next year. So these are sort of uh, end of 2023 
version but they don't have a date on them so you can use them in 2024 but I just like to update them and tweak them at the end of the year and ready to bring in some new ones for the new year. So go and grab one of those you can record if you think this is something that's going to work for you and you want to try this 30 30 30 regime you could record that in the planner and I'd love to know how you get on what you think about it. Um, I've been doing this for a couple of weeks and I feel that my body is responding quite well to it. It seems to sort of um, reduce stress as well. So um, yeah, it's been quite a good experience, but I'd love to know how you get on if you want to give it a try. Well, that is it for me. Um, tomorrow, I'm very excited. I'm going to be getting my new dryer. So I will, of course, um, if you are interested, <laughs> um, let you know how I get on with that. Um, and um, I will be doing a lot of washing and um, catching up on <laughs> laundry <laughs> when my dryer comes. So I'm very excited about that to uh, happen tomorrow. If you want to chat dryers, please come and connect with me over on Instagram. The link, the handle is in the show notes as well. Would love to hear from you and would love to hear if you do give this a try, what you think about it and how you get on. Have an amazing week, my friend, and I look forward to connecting with you in the next episode.